This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. In Psalm 90, 17, we see one sentence as a part of a prayer. It says, And let the beauty of the Lord our God be upon us, and establish thou the work of our hands upon us. Yea, the work of our hands establish thou it. According to Barnes' notes, the Septuagint renders the word beauty here as lamprates, which means splendor, and also the Latin Vulgate. It renders it the same. The wish is clearly that all that there is in the divine character which is beautiful, which is suited to win the hearts of people to admiration, gratitude, and love, might be so manifested to them, or that they might also see the excellency of his character, and that his dealings with them might be such as to keep the beauty, the loveliness, of that character constantly before them. I think we all want to present a favorable or admirable character to those who have never become a Christian especially. Many of you are familiar with the hymn in our songbooks titled, Let the Beauty of Jesus Be Seen in Me. That is a most noble goal. To be able for others to see Christ through us, it means that we must lose ourselves in Him. When we allow Him to become ruler of our soul, the guide who will direct our very steps, then we're on our way to becoming that transparent one that others will be able to see Christ living in us. If we look at the lyrics of that song, it's actually a plea for others to see the passion and purity of our Lord in us, and the very next phrase is asking for the Spirit of Christ to refine our very being. Now if we think on that carefully, it's just a little bit scary. Because to refine something means we're going to remove all unwanted elements or impurities to improve something. And that involves change. It means someone will have control over our lives and few people care to give their entire life over to another. We tend to want to be our own ruler. Sadly, we don't really understand or we forget that we never had control to begin with. God is sovereign and He alone is in control. He's given us free will to either live for Him, obey His will, or live for self, and be disobedient to Him. The latter will not turn out well for us when we depart this earth. When we take the name of Jesus and live our lives as Christians, there are certain ways that our lives will change, if we're truly converted. We're going to give our lives to Him and learn to walk as He walked in the pathways of righteousness. We've given many scriptures to help guide along the way, and God has given us a complete map that will lead us to heaven. The Word of God is full of those admonitions and commands that true disciples are eager to learn and do. One of my favorite places to go whenever I need a bit of encouraging myself up in the Lord, as David did, is found in Colossians 3:12 through 17 Paul, writing to the brethren at Colossae, states, Put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long-suffering, forbearing one another, and forgiving one another, if any man have a quarrel against any. Even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. And above all these things, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also ye are called in one body, and be ye thankful." 
Let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching, and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatsoever you do in word and deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. There is so much spiritual wealth in these six brief verses that we could write multiple books expounding upon each of those Christian characteristics and behaviors. But this is exactly what we're talking about when we say that we need to let our lives be lived in such a way that others will see Christ living in us. And perhaps that <clears throat> excuse me, and perhaps that may cause another to be interested to want to know more about Christianity or maybe even begin a discussion about whether there even is a God above. There are many who've never even given consideration to a creator of the universe. They may have just accepted that everything is simply evolved without any idea of a God who rules eternity and the universe. But if they see that our behavior is that which becometh holiness, Titus 2, 3-5, that may spark interest and start a discussion. Notice that in the passages we read in Colossians 3 we are called the elect of God, and that it is by our obedience to His gospel. But those attributes must be put on that requires effort on our part to cultivate those characteristics, live them daily, and improve upon them as we study and grow. We'll never be perfect, but we can grow in those graces as we continue to exercise them toward others. We need to encourage one another, ladies. Let our sisters know when they're doing well. Ask for prayers in areas if you're having struggles. We can help one another. That charity, which is the bond of perfectness, should bind us together rather than cause us to compete or step back from one another. That will not be pleasing to our Father in Heaven. Let's bear one another's burdens with love and care, and in doing so, we will be beautiful, just as Jesus is, and not just to those around us daily sharing our lives, but also to the Father in Heaven and to our Savior, Lord Jesus. I thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.